0: listening to the lit lounge a podcast for readers and book lovers join us a group of friends english teachers and bookworms as we chat about our love of all things literary and share our reading habits Hello, it's editing Bethan here, and I'm just here to give a quick introduction to our fantastic students who are going to be talking about their favourite book to film adaptations in honour of our Oscars themed episode this week. You'll then hear from Grace and Rose. Myself and Laura couldn't be with you this episode, but we all hope to be back together in our next episode for a fantastic reunion before Easter. Thanks, everyone. Enjoy the episode.
1: Uh, The Price of Salt, or Carol, was a novel published in, I believe, 1952 by Patricia Highsmith under the pseudonym of Claire Morgan. Um, It's about a young woman, I think she's 19, who almost starts crushing on this woman that comes into the shop that she works at, uh, who's described as being in her 30s, and this woman, Carol, leaves her gloves on the desk for Therese to return along with her phone number and her address Um, and they end up going on a date together and Carol's husband um, gets somebody to record them both and he sends that to a court with um, trying to take uh, Carol's child off of her. Um, I feel like it was a really really good adaptation of the book into a film. Um, and I feel like this is the only case where I will say that the movie, in my opinion, is better than the book, um, because there was, there was so much that the casting and the soundtrack added to that story that just made it really good. Um, and they they kept it really accurate to the book as well, which is something I really liked. They didn't there was no major plot differences, and there wasn't any information taken out. It was all really true to the story. So The Perks of Being a Wallflower was originally
2: written in the 90s and it was adapted to a film in 2012, I think. And the book is basically about a boy called Charlie and he really struggled all his life, especially with stuff that happened in his past. And then as he got up to high school, he thought he would have no friends. But the whole story is a kind of coming of age of how him, Sam and Patrick all kind of shape Charlie's life. So I think that the film is really, really good. And one of the main reasons I think this, it's really accurate to the book and the writer of the book directed the film. So it's quite accurate in that sense. But a lot of the bits where Charlie has relationship with his brother and sister, where they're all really close is cut out. Like you don't see as many of their family scenes of them just all watching TV or just being together as they are in the book. The film is still really good though because it portrays one of my favourite scenes, which is the tunnel scene where they're just driving down the tunnel listening to David Bowie in the film, but in the book it's a song called Landslide, but they still portray that scene really, really well.
3: Okay, so in the Harry Potter movies, although they stay really true to the films, I feel like um, they're way too focused on the CGI aspect of the films instead of the storyline. There are major inconsistencies within the plots, like um, there are many characters missing from the books, uh, from the movies as opposed to the books, and a lot of ca- major character developments are missed. <laughs> and things like the invisibility cloak is used occasionally in the films, but it gets a lot more usage in the books. And so at the film, we only see a couple lessons, but that most uh, chapters in the book, feature, lessons, <laughs> I like The Goblet of Fire, personally, the most because of the story as opposed to the rest. I believe that the books are better because the books add more than the movies do, as the movies kind of ruin the magical aspect of it, as they're too focused on CDI and making money as opposed to focusing on the storyline, and they miss major, major plot points. Yeah. With the books, you can imagine the world of Harry Potter better than the movies portray it. And I believe that, especially Goblet of Fire, the movie uh, doesn't stay true to the book.
4: Hello, I'm Mel Griffin. I'm the owner of Griffin Books in Panath. Uh, We absolutely love finding exactly the right book for each person. So come and see us if you're struggling with what to read next. And we also love running author events. So we've just been hearing about the lovely Pandora from Susan Stokes Chapman. You're listening to The Lit Lounge Podcast. Uh, hello, welcome back to The Lit Lounge. Um, we're really glad to uh, be sat here today. Um, it's only me, uh, Rose, and Grace. So there's only two of us. Um, and we're going to be kind of just cozying down. We've got a cup of coffee, haven't we, Grace? Yeah. Um, and you've got Grace's kind of uh, lovely, lush Irish tones to keep <laughs> <Thanks>. you calm. <laughs> I'm not sure
5: many kids would agree with you. the <laughs> lovely, lush <tones. laughs>
4: Um Yeah, so we can kind of like soothe you through our, our picks this week. Um, the idea of today's episode is that um, we are going to be looking at uh, some books that perhaps uh, we've really enjoyed, that are going to be coming out either on Netflix or in cinemas near you very soon. Um, uh, because before, when we uh, looked at uh, from page to, to uh, screen, uh, we did ones that had already come out. Now we want to kind of look ahead into the future, um, mainly because it's been Oscars week this week. Um, mm-hmm yeah and there's been some drama around that <laughs> which uh, is
5: overshadowed completely
4: yeah yeah there's some really worthy win- wins as well wasn't there like um I think something to do with uh the first deaf actor or deaf uh oh, really? film to have got credit something like that but of, of course like I know very little about that yeah. and I know more about Will Smith I gonna
5: say I was <laughs> completely focused on Will Smith and the yeah. infamous slap. I company.
4: know, it's just it's a bit scary, wasn't it? Yeah. But um, bypassing Will's violence. Yeah, yeah. Um, we're going to talk about some much nicer stuff, aren't we, today? Yeah. Um, so, Grace, do you want to start us off with what you were thinking would be, would be enjoyable to watch on screen that you've read? Uh,
5: so I read it during lockdown with a cold sing, um, and it's beautifully written highly
4: recommend if you haven't read that book to who's it this. by oh god i
5: don't
4: know should we have a look should we have a quick google yeah. where the crawdads sing is it called a bird Yes. Yeah. okay i'm not a i'm not like a a big bird watcher denny owens, denny owens. Denny delia. delia delia Oh, okay or delia. Delia delia.
5: okay Delia Delia? Delia, Delia, let us yeah, know. Probably Delia in the UK, Delia. <laughs> i just, He's just saying Delia.
4: A new christener.
5: <laughs> As I do with many names. Yeah. <laughs> big D, we call her Big D. Dio. <laughs> um, yeah, it's uh, about this girl, Kaya. I won't give away much of it, but it's about her. And she uh, is kind of left without her mother, and then, as the story progresses, she's kind of more isolated um and it is about that like isolation, but the lack of acceptance from people in her um in her village and um kind of her the way she navigates her own worlds. Oh, hi Laura, come on in. We are just doing
4: a quick recording. So Laura's making a cameo appearance today because she's a very busy lady. She's a (laughs) VIP. (laughs) Um, Grace was just telling us about um, where the crawdads, crawdads sing.
5: Yeah, um, and just, yeah, it's about her kind of navigating her own world, and it's just. The writing is lovely. I had a little uh, quote from it. Oh yeah, because I thought it'd be nice. Um, it says, "Until at last, at some unclaimed moment, the head pain seeped away like water into sand. Still there, but deep." Kaya laid her hand upon the breathing, wet earth, and the marsh became her mother. Oh, that's nice. And it's just all beautiful, or similarly beautiful. The rest of the writing.
4: It's is it set? Where's it set? It sounds kind of, you know, I don't know. Uh, rural kind of i don't know she lives she lives out
5: in the in the marsh and um she's completely isolated from society and then i think she goes to school at one stage and is not accepted by anyone because she's different mm. and um yeah it's just about you know i don't know her her navigation of the world i suppose or mm. the world through her eyes and yeah yeah it's very a lot of the a lot of the writing almost kind of feels kind of lyrical or something.
4: Yeah, so, it sounds like that. It yeah. sounds like a lot of imagery, very rich mm. kind of writing. Yeah, beautiful.
2: Is this, so the adaptation, is this with the woman from Normal People? Yeah, uh, mm. so
4: Daisy
5: Edgar-Jones. Yeah, awesome. uh, Yeah, so that was that was brilliant as well, wasn't it? Mm. Normal People. Yeah. By Sally Rooney. By Sally Rooney,
0: yeah. Yeah, yeah sure. that was I good. I I've got the book on my Kindle, but I haven't read that. But I love the TV series. Mm. And I love, she's great. Like, it was so weird hearing her with
5: a
2: is she English mm-hmm.
5: yeah yeah with an English accent. I listened to her on How to Fail podcast yeah, actually same. this weekend. Oh did you listen yeah, to that yeah too? yeah um and I was surprised by her accent yeah mm. um but yeah that was that that's a really good book I read that actually um on our last ever snow day <laughs> oh where we didn't have like online learning or any of that so I devoured the book in a day mm. really enjoyed it and Vanira so, yeah. so what <laughs>
0: accent was she having I I've just tuned into the end of you telling us about this so what accent where is it set sorry america it? somewhere oh okay I it's interesting so, um, to see yeah the should swamp, so.
5: yeah the trailer's been released uh last week i think or maybe the week before so. i'll
4: have to have, a, have to have a look at that and check it out yeah hmm. i want to read the book before i always do I, it's yeah, so much better reading it yeah. before you watch it isn't it because you've already kind of got a sense of what you're gonna enjoy. You get that there's a richer experience in <laughs> watching it as well because you're kind of like looking for the parts that you that you, were your favourite in the book. What are they yeah. gonna leave? What are they not? Yeah, I spend the whole time going, that's my book. Yeah. Book. yeah. Or, oh that's <laughs> just like a really cynical. Yeah. Really <laughs> <laughs> critical, yeah.
5: <laughs> no, I think it will be I think it will be a really good adaptation on Flight to see It. Film or series? Film. A film, okay. Um, yeah, I don't know. It comes out sometime in twenty twenty two, I'm presuming. soon not know if they released the trailer, but nice. Yeah, not sure exactly when.
4: um Laura, seeing as you might may not be here for all that time, have you got a pick? Have you have you got something you wanted to, to throw in the mix? Or uh, shall I go next?
0: Uh, you go next, because okay. I, I'm not fully prepared, but I just wanted to
4: come in and see what you were talking about. Yeah, and so I, I say hi to our and core say fans. To everybody. Yes. everybody. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, I was going to talk about Thursday Murder Club um, by Richard Osmond, um, which I listened to on Audible, um, recently finished, um, and actually was kind of treated at the end of it to what they had this little freebie at the end of the audio uh, the audiobook um, of him speaking um to another author uh, Marianne Keyes um and talking about his process of writing and you know his hopes for the book and he was talking about the next one that um he is going to be writing um in the series because he's he's building a series on these characters so um for anyone who doesn't know much about it or hasn't read it um have you read it Grace no so it's a it's a kind of who done it murder mystery. Um, but with a bit of a difference. So it's it's very, it's really lighthearted. Mm. You get this feeling that everybody in the book is good, even the baddies, no. like have like you understand them and you kind of have this sense that people are just genuinely Generally nice people. We do need a bit of that. I feel like I needed a bit of that, definitely. Um, so, yeah, it's kind of a, quite an uplifting whodunit, even though there are some people who are murdered. Um, but you don't really like those people that are murdered. You're almost a little bit on the side <laughs> on. of the people. Who, yeah, I hope people killed them. Um, but it's also <coughs> interesting. At what I found and I loved about it was that it, it had um, as its main characters a little uh, troop of elderly OAPs who are living in a retirement community. Um, but for the most part, like the main characters, they're very lively. Um, Elizabeth is this character who is, um, she's lived uh, like a million lives, basically. She was like a detective um, in her in her heyday and has like kind of gone around the world. Like she's really switched on, like really clever. Um really good at what she does solving murders um, and then you've got Joyce as well who's also a character who is in a narrator at certain points because it changes narrator um, and Joyce is uh, this little ball of energy who um, used to be a nurse and has lost her husband mm. um, but is still just full of life and, and beings. So, yeah it's really wholesome that's a really good word for it um And I just like the representation. I feel like I don't read enough books that um, encapsulate that kind of feeling of like life doesn't end when when you're like past 50. Yeah, you're just
5: not in a home and that's it, you're forgotten. Yeah,
4: and like I think as a society so often like we just kind of like push that to the wayside Mm -hmm. as well and we think... You know, I mean, it's my birthday today. Oh yeah, happy
5: birthday! (laughs) I meant to start off the podcast like that, and then I got nervous
0: and I'm like, "Happy birthday,
4: Rose!" Um, Thank you very much. Um, So it's my birthday, and obviously, as you get older, you start to think, "Oh, you know, you don't." It's like a little bit of dread that you're getting older and older, and and that time is passing you by. Um, But actually, like that book made me feel like, no, that's not. It's not like life finishes after your Mm twenties. Like, there's still so much to learn, and so much to give, and so much to live. Um, so yeah, I really, I really enjoyed it. I thought it was a really clever plot line. It's his debut, it's his debut novel.
5: Has he released? Another one since. He has.
4: Yeah, he's um I think it's still something to do with Murder Club, yeah, isn't it? I can't remember the
5: name now. I did see it. Yeah, he's
4: the yeah. second in the series has come yeah. out. Um but they've kind of he's promised or he said that there is gonna be an adaptation, a film that's coming out, and perhaps even a, a series of films mm. now that he's got like this kind of um this run of books. Um and Steven Spielberg is gonna be directing it. So yeah. Yeah, I'm pretty excited about it. I'd definitely go and watch that in the cinema, I think. Yeah, it sounds it sounds like
5: something I would read. It sounds wholesome.
4: Yeah, and it was an easy one as well, you know, like yeah. some books you feel like you're trying to trudge trudge through it. It's very hard. Um, you feel find it like emotionally draining. But with that it was just it just made me smile. There were so many little jokes and kind of not even jokes, it was like it wasn't like not knock. knock. <laughs> it was more like um, the character, the like yeah, 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 the way that they thought about life and stuff made you really endeared to them.
5: Is it very? Is it quite character driven, or do you think it's more plot driven?
4: Um, do you know what? It's a really good mix. He does that so well. I was really surprised at how well he writes. It felt like he had done other things. Like I, I wanted to check whether he'd done other books. Mm. I mean, like he hasn't. He's obviously a very like. You know, yeah, really intelligent kind of craftsmen. Yeah. Um, and he's on pointless, so who doesn't love Richard um, Osmond? Yeah. Um, he's like the guy with the glasses that's really tall. Oh, yes. Yeah. 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 <laughs> oh, <I> do, <laughs> yeah, so he's branched out. Um, and just like kind of like this, like working class heroes, and uh, there's this character called Roy in it, who's just really nice. Like yeah, yeah. yeah just
5: everyday sort of
4: people. Yeah, who have like stories to tell mm. and, and, Yeah, I felt like it was just really lovingly lovingly written. So did
5: you say it's been made into a film? Yeah. Yeah. Steven
4: Spielberg's gonna gonna take that on board. So I'm looking forward to it. I think it'll be really good.
5: In twenty twenty two. Uh
4: yeah, I think well, I don't know if they've um I don't know if they've released a date, but they they haven't done I think they were writing the screenplay, that's where we are at that stage. So You
5: forget about that whole process, don't you? It takes time, doesn't it? Um
4: yeah. So that that was kind of my pick because I've just finished it as well. Um but I was also gonna talk about um The Time Traveller's w- wife as well. Um have you have you read that?
5: I haven't read it. Um I don't I saw a bit of the movie. I don't know if I was really that gripped by it. No, the
4: the movie I if you haven't seen the movie I wouldn't no, no, I probably wouldn't bother. Yeah. Um it's not yeah, it's not a great adaptation. Mm-hmm. Um but the book really hooked me like I I cried so much I mean I say that a lot actually I think I would cry at books all the time <laughs> but um it did it really it really got me so the it's kind the of
5: power of books isn't it yeah it you?
4: well if you allow them yeah. to like kind of get in your head it is it really it's really um really moving um so the, the books by Audrey Niffenegger which is not a name you should say mm-hmm. five times fast after a couple of wines but um it is a really good book um she was she's basically there's a character in it um I think his name's Henry um and he is he has this rare genetic disposition this condition where he travels through time um, and he can't really control it um and obviously that means that his life is very jumbled like his recollection of like of things he has to be careful about what he says to people, and it's all about how he falls in love with um this young girl who he goes back to a clearing in a forest to meet over periods of years, so when she first sees him for the first time, like her lin- her her life is linear um and like ours would be, yeah. but his obviously jumps about within his own life um so very it's kind of confusing the way it's written like in in, in the style of it. Uh, but once you get the hang of it um it's yeah it's a really beautiful plot uh, and it's very as as kind of i guess i've kind of spoiled uh, it is it's quite sad um, um
5: is it a, a romance yeah so yeah. i'd
4: say it's probably a, it's a romance but it's also science fiction because obviously um, there's a lot about time travel in it um but the yeah the base of their of the book is their kind of relationship how it flourishes so she becomes older then they when they are so he's an old older man when he first meets her when she's uh, a young child. Yeah, I, I,
5: find all of that. I don't know if it, I would read that. Mind one. Blowing. Yeah. It's <laughs> too much for me to think about. It's <laughs> disconcerting. It is
4: it's worth it if you can get your head around it. I think it's worth it. Um and then yeah, so she grows up and then once she is older, he kind of falls in love with her because he's a younger man when he meets her then. Yeah. Um and then yeah, they kind of live their life together and she realizes like um about him. Mm. Yeah, so it's it was I really enjoyed it, um, and it was one of the books actually that got me back into reading after a long hiatus. Um, so yeah, I'm, it's I'm like looking that, forward to that it? being made into a a series this time instead of the film, which was a bit of like a rush mm. rush job.
5: Yeah, I think that's nice if you've taken a break that you actually come back and you find a book that makes you love reading, if yeah. you enjoy it. Whereas if you're trudging through something, not motivated are you to? to yeah, film, especially it's, if you've taken a break. from and... From
4: reading it's easy to pick up the wrong book and then mm. feel like that's all books you know like we have yeah. kids say to us oh I don't yeah. I don't like reading mm. like and I'm always we like face, "Well, you just it? yeah mm-hmm. you haven't you haven't found the right book then it's a bit like saying oh I don't I don't like shoes it's like well you haven't found the one that fits right yeah. yet I um like go and go and get some red ruby slippers like Dorothy you know like
5: my heel. <laughs> yeah
4: or it's like saying I don't like films like no you just haven't found the genre oh, yeah. that you're going to enjoy um so yeah I don't know it wasn't it wasn't a great film but I'm hoping I'm really keeping my hopes high for the series because I feel like there's so much within that book the so so it's spe- spread over such a long time span that the only way that you could really do it justice is it's through a series
5: done.
4: yeah mm-hmm. um I don't know if there's any more picks that you wanted to. Not
5: really. I did. From I mean, I've talked about uh, the seven husbands of Evelyn Hugo mm. before, so I'm not going to spend too long on it. But that is being made into uh, a TV series as well on Netflix, I think. Um, and I think it'll be very intru- I don't know whether they'll do each of the time periods in her life, each of the husbands in a, in a different episode, or how they will mm. spread her life out. How they'll and structure it. Well,
4: I've just ordered that. That's that's in my order, so that'll that'll drop onto my uh, my uh, welcome mat, I think, this time, Mm. sometime this week. So
5: yeah, I'll be yeah, I'll
4: I'll let you know what I think. think. Yeah, after you recommended it so highly.
5: I did. Yeah, I did (laughs) last time. So I won't spend too much time talking about it because I'm sure. (laughs) <laughs> I'm like, can we talk about the same books <laughs> every time I drop in <laughs> you're like I'm still on this one yeah I haven't, I haven't finished that one yet so I'm just gonna talk about it again <laughs> no, I you did actually finish <laughs> 56 days which I talked about I don't know when I talked about that but one of the times I was on the podcast I yeah it, it was good.
4: you really enjoyed the ending was it, is it uh, worth the wait
5: yeah the twist was worth the wait I think and then there was another, there was two twists at the end. Oh, so, double twisting. Um, yeah, double twist at the end. Um, I think what happened with that book, though, is you you know if you pick up a book and it's like that, it has a twist and there's a lot of action maybe going on or the, the narrative um, is quite busy. When you put it down you pick it up again, you've almost kind of lost the, like I wasn't as gripped. If I had yeah. kept going with it, I would have been.
4: It's the same with movies, isn't it? Like yeah. if you've got to step out and go make dinner or, yeah, I don't know, yeah. You sort of, you sort of lose the groove yeah. that you were in. it's
5: all, I don't know maybe it's related to the fact that you're kind of escaping into that world, and then if you spend too much time away from it, you're not as you're not as yeah a good or like that. Yeah.
4: yeah well, I'm yeah. glad you enjoyed it though, and you managed to finish
5: one.
4: <laughs> 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 you've heard it here first. Grace does finish books. <laughs>
5: did actually finish the book. <laughs> I used to be better. I like that. I feel like i don't i didn't don't spend as much time now reading as I would like to do, yeah. And over the holidays I do you know, but on a on a regular basis I don't actually sit down as much and
4: Do you have a huge TBR? Like have you got a massive
5: I put things in my full? yeah, no, I, I put things in I have three books at the moment, so it's not huge, but I have a lot of books in my Amazon to buy. Oh right. Um that I kind of save for later and then add back into the basket and save for later. And
4: I'm a Waterstones girl.
5: Oh, are you? Yeah, I yeah, don't want to give I on do. Me. I do both. Sometimes I'll take a walk into town and just. Oh, that's nice. And just yeah, it's kind of a purpose, isn't it? For.
4: I walked past Waterstones the other weekend and as I went past the door, you know, you get that waft of like new book smell. Mm. I was literally like, in. Oh, oh, so nice. <laughs> I didn't, I, I I resisted. But you know where you're just like, that was enough. Like I got that hit from it. Yeah. It was really nice. <laughs> Such a bibliophile. <laughs> um, yeah, fab. Okay, well, we're going to leave it there because um, you have also had a chance to listen to the awesome musings on books to uh, adaptations on screen um, from some of our um, film club uh, crew. Um, and I hope you enjoyed that. I mean, they did a great job, um, really like kind of going into depth with uh, what they thought. Um, and uh, I've got a couple of like sort of shout outs or things that are coming up. Um, so um, Readathon, uh so I know some of you are taking part in your readathon. Uh we've got one week left. Okay, so you've got the you've got the countdown beginning. So one week left on your readathons for uh Goodreads um charity, really great charity giving money to hospitals, children who need books because they can't read um secondhand books because of infections. Such a great cause. Um, and that's so before Easter, you need to get in your online donations, go to the um Go to the website, it's on your uh, sponsor forms, um, Or if you fail in that, if you get completely befuddled while you're um, on the internet, which I'm sure you won't because you guys are amazing and techno whizzes, um, that you can bring the cash in and you can bring checks in. So if parents want to donate uh, towards that cause, then um, please, please, please do. Okay, so one week, you've heard it here. Um, also, we've got a new giveaway brewing. Um, So, last time, um, we uh, had a competition uh, for an arty uh, Instagram post um, involving books, and uh, we had a very uh, deserving winner get her prize, her Pandora signed book, and some Lit Lounge merch. Um, So, if you are hopeful um, that you want to win a beautiful prize bundle uh, with lots of books in it uh, to get your reading in gear... Um, and finish more than Grace has um, then you can um, uh, get involved we'll be telling you all about how to do that and what we're expecting you to do on our social media Uh, so make sure you're following for our updates uh, the Lit Lounge podcast Um, and also you can come see your teachers for any advice that you might be looking for Um, I think that's it unless there's anything you wanted to say Grace
3: Oh, good, any shout
4: outs you wanted to do be like hi mom. <laughs> shout out to Rose it's her
5: birthday yeah <laughs>
4: birthday girl <laughs> in the house
5: <laughs> okay All well
4: my have a lovely week uh, Lit Loungers and we will talk to you soon bye, bye.
0: listening to The Lit Lounge, the podcast for readers and book lovers. Thanks for joining us. Remember to join in the conversation by following us on social media using the handles linked in our description. You can also leave a voice note to be featured in future episodes through the voice response feature on Anchor. We'll catch you next time, but for now, keep reading. The music used in this episode and for all of our episodes is created by Ixon. You can download this and other fantastic tracks on SoundCloud. Links are in the description.